Hey everybody, do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Well, Baxter blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. The past year, we have all been glued to our devices more than ever, myself included, because, well, if I'm not watching YouTube on my phone, then I'm focusing on finding the latest trends on Twitter and such for my podcast, and just to add in the fact that I'm also editing stuff on my phone as well. And so, our exposure to digital light has soared, and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. My sleep is deeply suffering. <laughs> Baxter Blue is also a force for good and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This is eyewear built for our digital age, and Baxter Blue is giving our listeners, you guys, 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids' glasses. Click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. This is a sign you have been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses. We know you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. My name is Alejandro Ortiz, and you are listening to A Random Gamers Corner. I am joined by my co-host, Nathan. Hello. And we are here to talk some random gaming stuff along with a little review added into the little episode we're going to have here today. Mason is asleep. He's here with us in spirit, though. And we shall begin. Okay, Nathan, do you have any unpopular opinions or popular opinions? Whatever, whatever kind of opinion about Mario? Um, probably not, because everyone's jumped on this train that, um, that, you know, like the, uh, Everyone's decided, oh, Mario, he's like, he's, he's so stupid because cause Princess Peach, she could get away if she really tried. She don't even put up a fight. Like, everyone's jumped on that train. I've been saying it for years. No one, no one's listened to me. And then suddenly they want to pretend like I haven't been saying it. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, no, I think my only real unpopular opinion of Mario is that, well, it might be unpopular. I'm not sure. But I think the Mario Maker games are kind of overrated. I think... Um, yeah, I think that the best Mario levels are made by the developers, truthfully. I feel that. Yeah, I mean, that's like the most talked, uh, one of the most talked about games, other than Mario Kart, that I heard about the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, cool, you can make your own Mario game. But other than that, I just felt, I ne- it never really enticed me. Like, even though I don't really play the Mario games that much, because... Mm-hmm. That six dollar tagline just I mean price tag really hurts my enthusiasm to No yeah yeah games. for sure. Because every Mario game, no matter what it is, it's it's so expensive. It's just the name alone. Yeah, and <laughs> so yeah, for that, I just like that also like gives me another reason why I really don't have any reason to like be interested in the game. Right. And with that uh with just that part, I have this opinion. Um, it also uh, reminds the reason why I brought this up is because I remember this um, not poll, but a questionnaire that they were sending out to some people. I I didn't receive the email. I didn't mind because well, it's not like I was really that bothered by the. No, I was bothered by this uh, thirty um, 
the whole Mario ending on the 31st or whatever, 35th, mm-hmm. or, oh, not the 35th, that would be weird. Shit. The 31st thing, or something, like, it ended on some date, okay? Right. And after, um, yeah, I was bothered by that, because why bring out a Mario game, like, or an emulated kind of games, at, which people were wanting for so long, but only bring it out on a, on a limited time on, uh, kind of thing, which is such a stupid way to let uh, bring out a game. So in that case, I just thought, you know what? Uh, this <laughs> seeing uh, one of the survey uh, answers uh, made me feel, uh, made me realize that you know maybe I'm not starting, uh, maybe I'm starting to actually care less about Mario. Because one of the questionnaire was asking, like, after this whole event thing, how do you feel about Mario now? And one one of the answers were like, oh, I love Mario more. I I don't really know who Mario is. That's some bullshit. Because who doesn't know who Mario? Yeah. Or just like I like Mario a little bit. And then one of the <laughs> one of the answers became like a bit of a meme for some people on Twitter, and it was, I never cared for Mario. Right. You know, that makes me think. I actually do have an unpopular opinion about Mario, probably. Well, I assume it's unpopular for sure. Um, that is, Mario. the only Mario games that are good are the actual Mario games where you go through the levels. Well, I'd say just licensed, not, not just those, like, as you know, Sunshine's good, Galaxy's good. The, the the Mario games that stick to Mario that don't do any any other shit. Like uh Mario what do you call Mario it? Party. Um Mario Party. They've been falling off. Their mini games are shit. They're dog shit. Uh a better game than that, the best party game ever is We Party. I'm not even joking. Do you even know about that game? Did you know it exists, Alex? We Party? We Party. It's on the Wii, no. obviously, right? If right. you don't have a Wii, that's fine because your family member's got a Wii, your your cousin, your or a friend. Someone has a Wii. Someone. Um, yeah, you know someone who has a Wii. And Wii Party is basically like you play Mario Party but with your Mies. You know? Oh, cool. It's really sick. And I know a better racing game than Mario Kart. And no one's gonna like agree with me on this, but it just is what it is. If they played it, they'll understand. If not, well, whatever. They're they're. It is what it is. Uh, right. That game is called uh, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing Transformed. That game is fun. It I is have... the funnest racing all. game ever, it's I really think. Fun. There's some moments that game does dick you. Like, you'll be driving along. It's one time my cousin, he's driving. And he fucking gets smacked by, like, an invisible wall or something, right? So he just falls down, like, to the very bottom of the course. Mm-hmm. The game puts him back, and then he falls off again. You know, like, it just, it spawned him in a spot where he fell off. Like, it was, it's just so funny. There's parts where it, if you play the game, you'll know. It does dick you, but it's a really fun game. Better than Mario Kart, for sure. I'm not saying that just yeah. because I suck at Mario Kart, but, you know, I do suck at Mario Kart. Knowing Colby, once he listens to this part, I'm pretty sure he's going to say some shit to you later on in Discord about... Because he, he's uh, apparently a very pro-gamer uh, pro kind yeah. of guy. 
at it because he's been undefeated for seven years or so, whatever now, and he's like saying, I am bored. Like, I think can, nobody can defeat me. Well, you know, I would say to Colby, why does a lion care about the opinions of a sheep? I would also say, race me in real life. You cannot beat me. I would also say, you know, whether in a car or otherwise on foot, I will destroy you. I will also say to Colby, if you want a race, if you want a real challenge, let's speed run Fallout. Any of them. Even the ones I haven't played. I'm that damn good. The best Fallout player in the world. Right here. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, Colby even called out once again. Yeah. That's why I didn't respond to him on, um, you know, our Skype uh, chat or whatever. It wasn't that I didn't see it until 10 minutes before we started recording. No. It's that I didn't care. I didn't care about Man. what he had to say. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. It's going to be so weird once we actually do a collab where you and him finally talk. And, like, you guys are very friendly with each other after all. Everything's all like, cool. Yeah. We have, well, to <laughs> we have to make, like, fabricate some drama and be like, oh, you. Oh, eek. Colby, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> it'll be great. Right, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> oh. Yeah, but what do you think? The, uh, Son- yeah, what do you think the Sonic game did better? Um, I just feel like there's a lot more going on in in the the tracks. Like the tracks will change mid lap and stuff. I like that a lot. The Mario, it it's basically like I don't know. Um, I feel like Mario, and this could just be because I suck at it. But I, a lot of times there's like this meta strategy. It's either either you're just so like your god tier and you just coast at the front all the time no matter how many blue shells get chucked at you, or you chill in eighth, get the bullet, and then coast to third, you know what I mean? Um in Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing Transform, there's a lot more variety going on. The power ups are kinda dick, to be honest. Like I'm sorry for that expression. It's just it's funny to say, I don't know. I I've, I've started saying it all of a sudden. Like Oh, I'm getting dicked or whatever. Like, I don't know. Um, or, but basically, like, the power-ups admittedly are kind of hard to use. Like, Mario does have that, like, you have a green shell. It chucks it right in front of you. That's easier. Um, Sonic and All-Star Racing Transformed. Or I'll just call it Sonic because that's a bit of a mouthful. But Sonic Racing. Um, no, that's a different game. Sonic, though, this game I'm talking about, this Sega Racing game, like, you alternate between... Um, driving on the ground, you know, and then your car will become a boat and it'll become a plane. And these are all implemented at different parts of the level. I think they have one portion of those each per level. Maybe some not, I don't know, but it, it's just it's just funner to me. Um, right. there, there seems to be more excitement and there seems to also be like, um, there seems to be a skill curve. You know how sometimes you'll play Mario Kart and it'll be like, oh, Bowser, he's really kicking my ass this game. He's a problem. And then the next time you play Bowser's in dead last, or if he's even there at all. Right. In this game, there's, like, skill levels. So, like, there's certain characters you need to watch out for that are constantly a problem. Uh, one of them, I have no idea who he is. His name is Ages. Because um, it's Sega. I don't know all the Sega properties. But, but they also have Danica Patrick in there, so that's neat. Um they have Wreck-It Ralph as well, and my cousin has a game clip on Xbox Live of Wreck-It Ralph saying, bitch, to him. It's pretty funny. 
What the know? hell? <laughs> uh-huh. So I think I should have led with that. With that alone, Wreck-It Ralph going, bitch! Like, that's that's definitely why it's the better game of the two. <laughs> that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Very good reasoning. Pretty good reasonings. Oh, gosh. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up from, other than, I mean, following, uh, uh, first off, Interesting to know, like that uh, that game is being more recommended than well, it's Mario, and following up with Mario, the reason why I said uh, brought up the whole I never cared for Mario option mm-hmm. was that I'm starting to, I'm realizing that well, the way they always had the freaking price tag at sixty dollars and ugh, a lot of games were like that on the on the Switch, mm-hmm. I'm starting to lose the incentive to even want to even play some of the Mario games when they're like fully priced like. All the damn time. No, Later, yeah, fair enough. Start. Some games are like what, uh, four, three years old and such. And like you would think that they go a tiny bit down, at least ten dollars, twenty dollars off, due to the fact that newer Mario games are coming out. But that's not the case. It's, it stays the same no matter what, unless with it, Mario it doesn't matter. It seems to age like wine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, bro. Like, and I feel like, to be honest with you, I like Mario, don't get me wrong, but there's not anything substantially new that they do in any of the games. It's all roughly, I mean, Odyssey, uh, like, what do you call it? Every now and then, every few years, they make a game like a revolutionary Mario game, one that's really good, you know? Right. They made um, they made Sunshine. And that, that was the one that I was really into. That's that's my favorite. I don't care so much for Super Mario 64, even though I grew up on it, which is kind of weird. I have them both, but I, or I don't have Sunshine, actually. But I have um, Super Mario 64. I don't care for it as much. Um, Sunshine was really good. Uh, but I do recognize Mario 64 had a lot of um, like significance to it. I don't want to diminish that. I just felt like I had to throw that in there real quick. Mm-hmm. Galaxy was pretty... Everyone talked about Galaxy. Everybody really liked Galaxy, except for me, apparently, because I didn't like using the stupid Wii remote to aim the shits, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, Galaxy, everybody loved, you know? And honestly, fair enough. That game is... I haven't, like, played all the way through or anything, but it's amazing. And if nothing else, you should love it just for one song from the soundtrack, you know? Jump up in the air or whatever. Yeah, that's that's a really good song that that fucking the mayor lady who sings it it's a really good song um but i feel you there's nothing really like compelling it's not like you play um you play certain games because there's a story to them you know like you play gears of war all of them they're roughly the same with a few new mechanics but it's like there's a story to it halo it's kind of the same thing like anything that wasn't halo or halo 2 was okay you know but it's never really anything new. It's the story changes. Mario, it's different, though. It seems to be they add new mechanics. Like, you know, suddenly one game you're like, you can be a cat, and then you're a cat suddenly. Um, but it's the same story. It's, oh, Peach got her shit stolen, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know. I feel it. Like, you're not missing out on anything, you know? Yeah. And that's what makes me realize that, you know what? It's just one of those weird cases for me that I realized that I'm that company is making me grow out of liking their mascot as much as I used to. 
Yeah, I feel like he's important, definitely, and I respect like. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, I re- I respect him as like a titan of the industry in that like you know he's not um he's on a, he's on a different level than than a lot of the other ones and he's he's pretty timeless. I feel like Nintendo has a good thing going. I definitely wouldn't um I wouldn't ever get rid of him. It's like how Nickelodeon has SpongeBob, you know, and it's right. just constantly raking in money. There's no reason to get rid of it, even if the quality. Here's the thing, like. With Mario, the quality, you, you have a certain level of quality that is always met. I will say that the developers of every Mario game, like, they know what they're doing. They know how to make a Mario game, you know, which hopefully, because it's been years and years and years, but they do they do a really good job of keeping that standard. I've never played a Mario game and have been like, that was shit, you know. I've I've never really had a bad thing to say about the game unless I say, like, it's not... The, wor- the worst I could say about Mario is it's not for me. I don't care for this game overly much, but I can't ever say, like, it was a bad game. You know what I mean? Got you. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, yeah, props to Nintendo for still keeping Mario games. Like, even, like, the most basic ones could still be really fun to sell. Like, that, that that's... I, I agree with that for sure. Right. But, yeah, I... Yeah, just little by little, I lose interest in Mario as uh, I don't. I'm not like a fan of him like I used to be. Like, right when I was like, you know, getting the Switch, I was saying, oh, cool, I get to play one of the Mario games on here at least. Mm-hmm. But over time, like just seeing that, just that whole business practice of having Mario be available for a limited time, like that game, like that was just like a big kick to like you know whatever, like, enthusiasm I had left to, like, wanting to get more of the games, like, maybe someday I'll get one, uh, one of the, I mean, get the 35th anniversary edition or collection or whatever. Right, right. Like, maybe I'll get it, because there's still some at Walmart, there's still some at Target, how, I don't know, but I guess even scalpers are like, you know what, nah, I don't want this. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, pretty, yeah. I don't want to buy this, like, it's the weirdest thing. Which, by the way, have you heard about Target like removing uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon cards from their sto- uh, shelves just because of scalpers? No, I don't listen to anything. I'm the most ill-informed person you'll wow. probably ever meet. At least I feel like it because I I haven't heard about this. No. Well, I hope you feel better. But yeah, <laughs> that was a terrible pun joke. Man, it was yeah, it, it was the weirdest thing. Like. Just that now scalpers have made Target remove uh, remove the Pokemon cards from their shelves. Like, so wild to me. But at the same time, I'm not surprised because scalpers will scalp and more people will hate scalpers by the day and they deserve to do so. Yeah. But, but it is what it is. I mean, I, I don't care overly much, to be completely honest with you, about Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon cards. I care about Magic the Gathering. That's the only card game that I play. So, oh, you're lucky. Blah, Target. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I typically don't go to Target. I kind of, um, I have a buddy who works down at the card shop. Like, or I say card shop. It, it's like a, it's a comic store technically. There's all kinds of nerdy shit there. You know, it's not just specifically for cards. But I get my cards from there because you know I try to be like, hey, what's going on and all that. So. I typically don't get them from Target. I'll get them if I'm like, I guess like I happen to be around and I have fifty dollars to spend because I don't get like the small little booster packs. I get like the pack of twelve booster packs or whatever. So 
you know, a lot of moolah to spend at one time. But it is what it is. People, yeah. people, yeah, people like like that game a lot and spend a lot of money on it. You know, that, that brings up something completely off topic, but every time I go to Best Buy, I swear, I always spend an absurd amount of money. I went one time. One time I went with the intention of buying Ponyo, right? And I, I spent um, I spent the money on Ponyo, but every other time I've uh, I've gone, I've spent at least like five, six hundred dollars. You know, every single time that I go in there, it's ridiculous. I can't. I don't know what it is, but it's like one day I'm like, hey, I want to buy a GoPro and like all the attachments, and they're like, okay. And then I'm like, hey, I want to get a computer, and they're like, okay. You know, they, I don't know. Just is what it is. You know. That's it just made me think. That's all. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think there were times when I did that by accident on at Barnes and Noble. Luckily, I've been at least one book per trip, just so I won't like spend my money on one go. I have a rule with myself with Barnes and Noble, which is you have to finish reading the books that you've already bought in order to buy any more. I really got to complete that rule. <laughs> you're like myself. fuck i'm not going there for another year yeah i'm not like i haven't even read a no i read some this year but they were mainly like manga and comics so that uh i think they count I me mean, you got they got words <laughs> dude it's such a weird thing even i mean since i mean is there anything else you want to say about mario before i just put in this little random side side thing mm, i think that no, for the most part, I've said, like, you know, he's iconic, he's important. I don't care for him overly much, like, like the... I, I don't care uh, enough as a franchise to, like, keep up on it regularly and stuff. But, I mean, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I feel like Mario's going to be around for, for a while. I feel like we're going to be having children. We're going to have little babies, and we're going to... They're going to grow up playing that, because, you know, we're we're suckers... Uh, I don't mean to generalize gamers, but I think we're we're suckers for nostalgia in a lot of cases. So like you mm. you'll want to share your favorite game with someone else, and it could be like ages old. And this is weird. I like that gamers do this because like I feel like you try to share that like with other people who who don't game or anything, or people who aren't sentimental like that in general. You know, not just like gamers, but gamers are pretty good about it because they understand. It's like I grew up playing this piece of shit game that if you you know it lags every time you you move slightly too fast and you know it, it makes funny sounds when you shoot and and you know all these funny things but it's it's my childhood that's my baby be nice to it and and everyone is always like yeah fuck yeah i'll be nice to it let me show you my baby and yeah it's just cool i don't know i think that mario will continue to live on like that because i'll definitely be like hey kids look what i used to play and and i'll play uh super mario sunshine with them which is essentially just a game where you clean up graffiti you just do community <laughs> service but you know it is what it is so uh, that's true man mario has a weird career and first off like it's such a weird thing to learn that his his dad and uh, Donkey Kong's dad like had a weird ass feud where Donkey Kong's father freaking died, but they're the sons Mario, we know now, and Donkey Kong being buddies like weird. <laughs> did you did you know 
Uh, fun fact, which I'm, I'm sure, I feel like you probably do know, but to those, maybe someone doesn't know, Mario, like, that's his last name as well as his first name. So, I was like, bring it up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Luigi is Luigi Mario, Mario is Mario Mario, it's funny. It is. I, I brought that up to my mom, like, did you know that Mar- uh, Mario's last name is Mario? And she's like, what? How's that work? I was like, thinking about the Mario brothers, like, if you're going to be talking about brothers, you're going to be using the last name, but Mario, if... You're only using Mario Brothers after all this time, then they're technically just uh, Mario's and Luigi's full, uh, full name with Emma Mario. So, Mario. Yeah, Mar- well, you know what it could be? It could be like, um, like you know how some people you refer, they want you to per, like refer to them as their last name. So, say you got this guy named like, uh, I don't know, Jorge Jimenez. I'm just making things up. You, and you, you start calling him Jimenez. So. That was a hard sentence to say. I don't know why. I kind of really struggled there at the end. But, you know, you call him Jimenez or like we had a buddy. I had a buddy in my college course. We called Hamilton. But it's like if both of them are, are like, you know, the last name, the brothers, it's like Mario goes by Mario. He's like, hey, guys, I'm Mario. You can, I mean, never fucking mind his first name is Mario, but he wants to be called his last name Mario. <laughs> And then they see Luigi, and they're like, well, we can't call him Mario because we call Mario Mario, so he's Luigi. You know, that's the... It could be something like that. I don't know. I wonder why they, they did that, you know? I wonder why. I don't know, like... Unless they want to do, like, a whole origin story, which I doubt they would ever do that just for a simple na- a full name exp- explanation. <laughs> of all things, seriously. I know, like, imagine they decide to, make, for once, make, like, a very serious Mario game. But it's all because like they want like explain the whole damn full name thing like, I mean, they could do it. I know they can. Like, oh yeah. I'm sure they made freaking Mario a unlicensed doctor. So there's that. <laughs> they could do anything. <laughs> Just giving everybody suppositories. Like, what's this for, Doc? <laughs> I came here for a headache, and he's like, ha ha. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Man, I want to say something else. I don't even remember now. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking doctor. Dr. Mario. Oh my god. Funny times. Oh, I want to say, have you seen the Mario the movie? The live action one? No, I haven't, but I've seen how weird it looks. I have. I watched it all the way through. Oh my god. I don't know why I do this to myself. I'll, like, really. Um, <laughs> there's also, like, have you seen the Star Wars Christmas special or no? Because I've seen that, too. I've seen that. <laughs> No, I haven't. I heard about it. <laughs> it's oh my gosh, bro! I don't even know. I don't know why I do this, but whatever. I I just like torturing myself. I guess I do shit like that. I mean, no, you're you're just a uh, you're just an enjoyer of the fine arts of weird, weird out the way movies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, what was I gonna tell you now? Like after. You know what? I think we'll just move on from that. <laughs> okay. Like I'm not even gonna try to remember. It's been a long week, even though it's barely we're it's barely Monday that we're recording this. It's gonna be a Sunday when it comes out. It's been a really <laughs> long Monday though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like goddamn. <laughs> and the next thing I want to move on to, well, is just to share some unpopular opinions about anything. So I don't know. If you feel it's unpopular, then go off. Uh, Sharknado is a good movie. (laughs) 
in different reasons than what you would conventionally consider like a good movie, a good movie. But Sharknado is a good movie. I feel like you can't watch it and not enjoy it. It's like a car accident, like a, like a <laughs> car accident with clowns inside. And, you know, they're just all spilling out. And you're like, holy shit, that's a lot of clowns. <laughs> like, you, it's, it's so comical. You can't not laugh at it, you know? At one part, there's like, I don't know, Sharknado, if you drank, which I don't. But if you did, it would be a really fun drinking game, I would imagine. Just like every time you have a what the fuck moment, just, you know, <laughs> so... Lose your, lose your, shit, what is it that you lose whenever you drink too much? Your wallet. Your wallet, you Lose no. yourself no. the music, the no. moment, you the moment you better organ. never let it go. No, the internal organ is essential to your living. Kidney? Liver? One of them. Yeah, One liver. of them you fuck up. Like, you freaking lose your damn liver, what, I mean, you, yeah, you pretty much, like, lose your liver or you die from alcohol poisoning from all that what the fuck moments. Yeah. Then again, I haven't watched the movie yet, but I have heard of the movie Jurassic Raptor. Jurassic oh, Raptor. that's another, that's another okay, like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I've seen it. I'm like, don't worry, pal, I got you. I'm like discussing about it. <laughs> well, you know, actually, um, speaking of good movies and stuff, I'm not sure. I, I'm curious. Have you seen Pacific Rim? I've heard about it. You to- you were like talking about it. I, you and Mason, I believe. And it's still a movie that I need to watch eventually because I know it's available to watch. Like I think on Netflix or Hulu, and even then, it's available to buy. I feel like pe- watching it. I feel you. I feel like people think that Pacific Rim's a bad movie. Like all these Godzilla stands, they're like, "Oh, Pacific Rim is dog shit." And I'm like, I I actually really liked Pacific Rim. I think I heard there's a second one. I haven't seen the second one. Yeah, there is a second one. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I just know for the first one, I enjoyed that one a lot. There's, you know, maybe I'm just weird, but I, I unironically like that movie, you know? Yeah, uh, I feel that. And maybe it isn't popular opinion. Who knows? But I just feel like people who try to criticize monster movies for, like, having bad story and such are, like, pretty much idiotic like those freaking film critics like yeah of course it's gonna have like a bad story what's gonna be happening is that people are want to watch monsters fighting monsters like what's the what else is there to understand you know i'm kind of pissed that uh that mason's not here because i really want to talk about we still haven't talked about uh king kong versus godzilla yeah yeah and i i I still want to talk about it with him i know me too like we're still waiting for that (laughs) Soon. We'll, we'll get him soon. We'll get him next time. God. Yeah, that could be a whole ass episode right there. <laughs> yeah. But. Oh, let me think. Um, I, I think I might have an unpopular opinion because I was talking shit to Colby and I was talking about the Fallout games. I think the Fallout 3 is better than New Vegas. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just feel like it's the atmosphere. I feel like New Vegas has some better mechanics that I love. It has the survival mode. It has the iron sights. But, um... I mean, that's it, honestly. Those are just two massive improvements to the game in general. But Fallout 3, it actually felt like it was a wasteland. Like, people were um, like, ah, fuck, life's hard. Like, whatever. Trying to make it. Yeah, and then New Vegas, it's just like, it is what it is. Life sucks, but we're good. You know, and they're just fucking fighting over a Hoover Dam. You know, like, Mm. I don't know. I just like the ambience of, of Fallout 3. I would play it far more often but it crashes on steam and i'm transitioning more to um 
to PC console. games. Yeah, no, I'm to PC oh. from console. Yeah, from console. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. That, honestly, yeah, like, that's an opinion that I always had. Like I felt, I know it was like pretty unpopular, but yeah, I always prefer Fallout Three over New Vegas because, oh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, for the atmosphere, it's pretty good reason because there are times where I forget. That it's a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah. And you know, Vegas, because you can go into a salon or whatever, or just some random towns that you would just think, oh, damn, like, they don't, know how to, they don't know how to dress for shit, or they, oh, man, like, these buildings are shit. Like, oh, right, there was an apocalypse that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you forget about some, a, a simple thing like that and a game about wastelands and post-apocalyptic stuff. And yeah. Yeah, it gets awkward, but I was just thinking, like, man, it's because the cap- cowboy atmosphere, like, I feel more like going yee-haw instead of, like, oh, my God, that's a crab coming for me. You know, I feel, I, <laughs> I actually hate playing New Vegas because I swear I played it when I lived in our city, and, um, mm-hmm. like I said, I didn't have air conditioning or anything. I just remember sitting there, like, all throughout the day, playing it all day, as long as I could, anyway, and being feckin' hot. You know, and so like I play that game and I swear I feel hot now. It's like this weird kind of like association thing. I feel hot when I play that game now. Like it's unbearable. Damn. I really, yeah, I love the game, but it's, it makes me hot, you know, and I just, I can't stand it. So. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think that's also understandable because then you're, if you're playing a hardcore mode, you have to be looking at your conditions and, one was about like staying hydrated. I was seeing, you know, like, oh my god, like this is hardcore. You're forgetting to hydrate yourself. <laughs> Even though I will say playing that on hardcore difficulty was pretty damn cool. I mean, mm-hmm. even playing on what I felt was part of the hardest route, which is playing for Kaiser's Legion. Mm-hmm. And judging that as a female, it is terrible. You can't really get in with them because they're like, "Fuck you, you're a girl," you know, because. Caesar's Legion, you have to do, like, everything right by them or else they just hate you, you know? Um, it's a lot easier to build reputation with the NCR. There's a lot more opportunities. And, you know, so with Legion, you have to do every little thing. And it just, I feel you, dude, it's awful. But especially as a woman, because they won't let you participate in the arena. So you're missing out on valuable points to increase your reputation with them. Yeah, you're right. That that does suck. Shit, I forget that. They they went for like went for realism of like how a, a game like this would exist. Yeah. Like, yeah, it would really suck for a female to be trying to at least trying to go down that route. Yeah, and everyone's all disrespecting me, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, I'll right, cut God, your I'll dick off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, and I will say that I don't know. It's just you feel like you're more like a nug weird gun uh you're like a weird gunslinger yeah in a clint eastwood movie yeah pretty much in in new vegas more than you are in three where in three like you're kind of like watching out for everything because half the stuff can actually uh have a higher chance of killing you and especially when there's like death calls can actually randomly be uh traveling about and not just be Mm. in this one specific location was Quarry Junction and New Vegas. You're yeah. welcome, buddy. Like, avoid that place if you if you're not like fully loaded. But 
yeah, like if you're like unlucky, you could end up in a brawl between a death claws, some super mutants, and maybe even some um, enclave soldiers if you got to that point. Because the wasteland <laughs> fall three is just freaking deadly as hell. Dude, I think I have a bug copy, it. though, because huh? like I'll just encounter enclave like because I've had a lot of uh, copies of Fallout Three. I don't know how. Well, I do know how. Uh, but I basically, long story short, I've broken like all the discs of Fallout Three. So I've bought that game like four different times, and I, I bought Game of the Year edition before, and I've had to like, you know, I I have the the install disc for all the DLC. That's fine, but um. Right. You know, the other discs, they just kept breaking, you know? So I bought that game like five times. So the current copy that I have on Xbox, it's like, uh, I've never had this problem with any other disc, but I think that discs, like, they give you random little quirks, you know, sometimes, like, they just give you random. I'm not sure if you've noticed that or not, but I think discs are fun, especially if you get them right away when a game comes out, because you'll get, like, some fucked up shit sometimes. But my disc is, like, super buggy. The only real thing, like, a, the universal quirk I've noticed in Fallout 3 is if you use the shish kebab and you cut off someone's arm, it'll be on fire forever. It pisses me off, but it is what it is, you know? It's just on fire. That's the way it's going to stay. But lately, like, Enclave soldiers will be... All I have to do is go to a location that they would be, and they'll be there. No matter what level I am, could be level 1. They won't be, like, the advanced Enclave. They'll just be, like, a regular Enclave soldier, um... It won't be like the checkpoints where they have the death claws in the cage and everything, but they'll just be chilling there and <sighs> fucking sucks, bro. I'm just sitting there <laughs> level one and I'm like, oh, oh, no, I think I could beat that game like at level one. If I physically don't get an, like if I couldn't get the experience, I think I could beat it. I'm gonna try that. Is there? Oh, I'm pretty sure there's a mod for something like that. Yeah, you could do you, that. You can you can enable it in in console commands on the computer. I'll I'll do it. That's okay. that's how I'm gonna make my return to YouTube. I'm gonna be like, watch me beat Fallout. It's just gonna be the best Fallout play. That's what I'm gonna name every single fucking Fallout playthrough or whatever gameplay that I do. Just the best Fallout player ever, over and over again, <laughs> with like small variations. The best, the greatest, the Almighty. You know, whatever. And there's gonna yeah. be that awkward video where you're supposed to be playing like you're supposed to be playing the worst way possible in a game, like you're supposed to be getting a rating of how terrible you do something like the best awful player there is, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know, <laughs> bro. I'm so good at that game. I do unarmed playthroughs. It's so fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, unarmed. I, I can, yeah. I can beat the game unarmed. I'll fight behemoths unarmed. I'll do what I have to do. I wouldn't doubt it, man. I mean, shit, I've been seeing your videos, and hey, if you do it, then finally something for you to plug in. But yeah, we're still waiting for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always say, too, I'm like, I'm going to start my podcast. Oh, I'm going to, I'm thinking I'm going to go back to YouTube. I never do anything that I think about. I need to. I really just, do. As soon as you think about it, just freaking do it. And then imagine that. Like, yes, you take my advice literally and then you're you decide like all right alex you convince me then you pull out your phone and you're like all right guys welcome to nate's show like this is my podcast start recording <laughs> that's amazing recording we can't within a recording like oh shit inception there yeah for real but yeah other than fall uh me liking fallout more than uh fallout 
Wait, yeah, liking Fallout 3 more than Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we also have the same opinion, which is funny as hell, that we prefer Oblivion over Skyrim as well. Yeah, it's just it's just that sense of um, of adventure and, and, and shit in Oblivion. Skyrim's a great game, but it's a totally different feel. It's like, I'll want to play Skyrim because I want a, a Skyrim experience. You know, I, I went into Skyrim thinking I was going to get an Oblivion experience, and I got something else, which was great, just not not the same as Oblivion, you know? Yeah. I got another opinion. Uh, opinion. Or who knows, maybe this one is probably popular. But I feel like rap... Rap is a terrible genre put, to be put inside a game trailer. Well, you know, I feel like looking back, especially at old, old games, so is rock and roll. I feel like music in general, it needs to be original. Um, like, what I mean is... Unless you're Def Jam, fight for New York. Don't be putting music in in your in your games. Like make make it yourself. I feel like it goes a long way, because the thing about like um like soundtracks, games that have their own soundtracks and th- that aren't just from works that already exist, they have a real feel to them. You can come back to them over and over again, and it's it's great. It evokes a feeling from you, but mm-hmm. like. If you've ever seen like um those cringy like EA golf like PGA Tour 2005 those little intros and it's just like Limp Biscuit and you're like what the fuck you know it's just what? It's, really I don't know if it's Limp Biscuit but like well. it's just it's just music that is really outdated now you know wow. it kind of kills your nostalgia to be honest because you'll be like wow what a great game because I feel like you're always <laughs> changing as a human being you know. Like, humor is really scary. It's hard to do because it changes all the time what's funny. And then, like, music is hard to do because, you know, 90s music is and early 2000s music is not what it is, you know, what's cool today. Justin Timberlake back in 2005 was not the same as Mirror's Justin Timberlake. You know what I mean? But, I think so, yeah. I think I remember yeah. you even singing that song before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, you're not wrong about that. I mean, I feel like some of the games that could do it well. I just have my head. Some of the shit. Ah, why does this keep happening? But yeah, Def Jam. I mean, Def Jam. Yeah, they did. They did the music very well for the trailer, and it makes sense because you know it's the rappers in the mm-hmm, game. Like, mm-hmm. It makes complete sense. Uh, one game that, the one game that made me realize that, yeah, rap doesn't work for some game trailers at all, was, um, friggin' Mortal Kombat 11's trailer. Like, have you ever uh, seen it? Yeah, I think so. And you remember, like, how you felt when you heard the music when they started fighting? Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, you know, like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, is, this doesn't feel right, like, is this kind of like a... At first, I thought like, is this like a parody or is this a joke? Because I thought this this was like a good, very good parody, but then it turns out like, it's no. Like it kept going. I was saying like, oh shit, this song is like actually being used for this trailer. Like it's a legit yeah. trailer mm-hmm. using this song. Now and just watching a whole uh, well, what could have been a badass fight or had a, a fight with a badass feel to it, just and uh, the mood of it just went down big time when the rap or i mean the song didn't have like a really good flow with the uh with the what was going on screen yeah yeah 
And I think it, it just kind of like ruined the effect. What whatever they were going for, like mm-hmm. I felt ruined. It, it it was like um like imagine freaking playing opera music while playing Doom of all things. Dude, I played the Beatles one time. I was listening to the Beatles while I was playing Call of Duty, and it was just the weirdest experience. It was like, um, it was something I feel like a killer would do because I'm just sitting there, like, killing people, and you're listening to Let It Be, Let It Be, you know, and I'm just sitting there like, woo! It's it's weird. Probably (laughs) not the thing to be doing. Yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like... Yeah, just music in general. I feel like you need to make your own if you're, if you're going to put music in a video game. The only thing that I think can do that well to an extent are like those, uh, like, I don't know. I mean, you have to know your clientele. You have to know what works, you know, because I feel like um, if you've ever played Blitz, played Blitz the League 2, um, I feel like the music in that game is garbage. It's like a football game, you know, but it's just... The music's all over the place. It wants to be, like, edgy rock and at the same time, like, kind of pumped up sports raps, and it doesn't work for me. Now you play, like, WWE games or um, 2K in general. They they have really good soundtracks, whether they were making, um, like, NBA or whether they were making WWE. Like, they did... You know, they make good soundtracks because I feel like they know their clientele. They know what kind of people they do their research. They know what kind of people are going to be playing their games. Either that or you just get Jay-Z in to produce the soundtrack and you just get all the popular, popular shit of that time. And it becomes yeah. a time capsule because that's how the other like the older NBA games like 2K14 stuff were. But, you know, yeah, Robin Thick. I'm listening to Blurred Lines while I'm fucking like at the menu for a basketball game so weird but yeah what i have for a basketball game yeah i remember so many songs from basketball games because my brother used to play them all the time i remember them i remember ones i don't even know what game they're from you know like it's crazy it is and another thing is that from i don't know i felt i missed thq like how they were with the smackdown versus raw games like, at least the beginning ones, because you could have a lot of fun with the music and just, like, listening to them. And even there's this one wrestling game that wasn't really popular, uh, WrestleMania 21. Like, I love the hell out of that game. But, shit, there's, like, some cool, uh, there were, like, some really nice songs in there. Like, there's one from Black Eyed Peas, like, Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they when they played the trailer while playing to that song, I was like, god damn, this shit's badass. Yeah. And then I see all these, uh, all these reviews saying, like, I fucking hate this game. I'm like... Oh, I guess that's a popular opinion right there. I love WrestleMania 21. Mm-hmm. That game was fun as hell. Like, I think that was like my first wrestling game. So that left an impact on me on how much, or why I enjoyed wrestling games so much. Right. Yeah, for sure, dude. Soundtracks make or break a game sometimes. Definitely. It, like just thinking about, thinking back on it now, like after this whole discussion, I was thinking like, yeah, they, they really do have an effect. Like their music is just an just as important, just as, like, game design and such. What do you think the worst soundtrack you've heard in a video game is? Ooh. Shit, you asked a really good one right there. I'm not sure if I could say... No, nah, I'm not Grand Theft for Saints Row 1? Uh, no. For me, I, I already know. For me, personally, it was Saints Row the 3rd, to be honest with you. 
Really? I felt like, yeah, I felt like I only listened to the classical station. But even then, that's kind of like what you were saying. It does not fit with anything you're doing. So eventually I made a playlist. I decided I made a character. Mm-hmm. And I was really considering doing this for like a video um, a long time ago. But I tried and it just didn't like, I don't know. Basically, like, I would always play as, like, a superhero. I would name, I called myself Super Saint, you know, and um, his his theme song was that song, Sports, you know, from... Oh, yeah. The do, 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 do. like, I don't know, it that just, one. yeah, it just felt right for the moment. I don't know, but I don't know. That's, that was the worst one for me because I muted, like, every song except for that one because... I don't know. I just did not like the music in that game. I will lie. I mean, I will not lie. Okay, yeah. I will lie, but I won't lie. I'll lie. Uh, <laughs> well, I won't lie. Um, yeah, for yeah, I think Saints Row. I think Saints Row Three or Saints Row One will be the winner of not having the most enjoyable soundtrack for for me personally. Yeah. Because Saints Row One, I can hardly remember most of the songs from Saints Row One. Yeah, I really can't. Uh, for Saints Row Three, I mean, at least, at least during the moments where they used the music during certain missions, like Power or um, Yeah, the best. You're the best around. Like when they use those songs. Yeah. <laughs> during those, uh, during you know certain moments in the game, that's when I felt like, all right, this this is some really good stuff. But if I were to be listening to, uh, if I want to listen to the majority. Of the songs in that game, not as much, not not really. Yeah, I know I mean, what you mean. Yeah, I mean, unless you're talking about also what I got. That was a pretty catchy song. I love that song. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. even know that song up until that point where you and Pierce were singing it in the car together. Same. Yeah, it was such a good song. I still sometimes listen to it up to this day. Like it's such a good, such a damn good song. Yeah. Oh my god. And... Why did they kill Johnny? I hate that. I feel yeah, like they I mean, were. I... Go on. They were really out of touch right there. That's like you're trying to be shocking and stuff, and then you just fuck it up. You, I don't know. I know it's not. We didn't even have like a proper send off or anything, but then like they reversed our decision and they're like, oh no, he was just kidnapped in Saints Row Four. Yeah. I was like, well, okay then. I won't lie. It was kind. Of, it was pretty cool to like have Johnny back like after Saints Row Three. Like, what the hell happened and. Then you get some of the uh, uh, different members back as well in Tense Row 4. I was thinking, that, you know what, this is pretty cool. Like, It's pretty nice. And then you get some of the older car designs from Central 1 back as well. I was saying, like, hey, that's what's up. Until you forget that we have superpower, uh, super, uh, superpowers. What's the point of, like, you know, using the cars? Mm-hmm. Which kind of defeat the purpose of, you know, appreciating the cars. I used to fly up on Saints Row the Third, and I'd get that like I'd get it all maxed out to where I could just jump off of shit and not take fall damage. It was so funny, bro. I'd just be flying through the sky, you know, because I was Super Saint. That was my gimmick, so I'd just jump off from an airplane onto the ground, and I would laugh my ass off. Oh God. Yeah, I mean, once you get to a certain point where you're, like, bulletproof and such, like, yeah, you start to feel like a superhero without, you know, being overly superhero-ish, as in Central 4. The game is Ah. so funny, though. 
it just doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, but you know, I think that's why I'm I still feel fine and happy with Central Force because I knew that I loved the ridiculous shit that they were doing, and I love that they were doing their own thing instead of like you know trying to be like a GTA clone like they were for Saints Row One. Yeah, well, because. I feel like they they made Saints Row because GTA San Andreas was so popular. Um, GTA 2 was kind of like that as well, but then they came out with because Rockstar they'll come out with like GTA every once in a while. They'll they'll really let it like chill out. Like when you think GTA 6 is coming, because it's definitely probably gonna happen. I don't imagine it wouldn't, but I don't know when it might. You know what I mean? Yeah, and. Also, yeah, it's good that they took your time, man. Shit, look at them. T- uh, look at Volition. Now they're taking their time with Saints Row 6. No, Saints Row 5. 5, my bad. Sorry, I almost count one of the DLCs or one of the side stories. Get Out of Hell? Yeah, Get Out of Hell. I still haven't played that, you know? It, I haven't either. I I had no interest. I should take a chance just, just for the hell of it because I remember they brought up uh, one of the, the guys that betrayed you from Saints Row 1. Like he, they say that he makes at least a, makes an appearance in it at least. I'm like, you know what? I'll get out. I'll, I'll play it one day just to like find out what they've done for this character at least. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. But yeah, they're taking their sweet time with Saints Row Five now, and people are waiting. I am people. And I am people. I am waiting. Yeah, so like I don't care what people say. Like I want Saints Row Five. I want it to happen. Right. And, you know what? I support Volition and bringing that game out. Mm. But um, anything else that I want to say is unpopular opinion? Huh. I'm not sure. Do you got anything else in mind? Um, since we said least favorite soundtrack, do you have a game that you can think of with the best soundtrack that you that you know of? I want to say Saints Row 2. <laughs> wow. But then there's also like SmackDown vs. Raw. Um... 2006? 2000, 2007 had a pretty okay soundtrack. 2016, uh, WWE 13. I don't think it was like 2K anything, just WWE 13. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Was oh, great. I love that one. Yeah. WWE 13 was such a good game. Like It had such a good balance. Yeah. Thing. Like, oh my god, it was great. Especially when you get to play Acid Air. Oh my god, why didn't they bring WWE 13 like, to the Xbox or PS4? That's so stupid they didn't do that. That's like lost money right there. God. I was like, another, no, this is, a pop, this is a popular opinion, obviously, but they should bring more and more games to both consoles still because I don't know, there's still, like, there's still a bunch of games that should not be left in the fucking waste bin. Like, they should bring some of those games, like, out of that waste bin and be put into current consoles. I know what you mean. I agree. Yeah, like, come on. It, at this point, some more and more games are not going to be able to be available over time. Like, shit. I looked up War of the Monsters. Also, I'll make a underrated game review for that for that game one day. So keep on looking out, everybody, for a future episode. But when I was trying to look up War of the Monsters, like to see if it's on sale or anything, I saw that shit for $1,000. I was like, fuck that. Mm. 
Yeah. I love the game. I want to play it again, but I will not spend a thousand dollars to play a very old PlayStation 2 game. Still a very great game. No, don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, you got your usual choices of King Kong or or Godzilla-like character. I mean, creature. But then you got like different kaiju's, like a freaking huge ass robotic samurai warrior. Like that shit was badass. <laughs> yeah, you know. That reminds me, since you said kaiju, you know, because that's Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been watching, like I was telling you, I've been watching My Hero Academia, and um, I've been learning, what do you call it, like Jap- stupid small Japanese phrases from that. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm saying them right, but it's just so funny to be like, like, uh, demo, you know, or something, which means like, but, not like ass. But, but like however you know what i mean yeah yeah it's, it's just funny i don't know i'll just say i'll just repeat whatever they say i don't know it makes me laugh but no, i get it i mean shit when i watched the wolverine anime my cousin and i were like watching it <laughs> we were having a lot of fun saying some certain words that were like a bit too much emphasis on some yeah it's just fun <laughs> it is okay any last game I'm trying to look around at anything just to see like what the hell I could talk about. Like, cause I didn't feel like I don't want to like end this on a note where I feel like nothing can be talked about anymore. Nope, <laughs> doesn't seem like it. That's how it works sometimes, you know. Yeah, it's just like naturally. So I would like a freaking Lord of the Rings remaster of the Twin Towers game. Wait, is it called Twin Towers? The two towers, not the twin towers. But no, I know what you mean. I, I, I would make that same mistake when I was a kid. I was like, wait a minute, you know, because two towers, which yeah. I don't understand because I've never read the books. Um, I don't understand why it's called the, like the two towers, because as far as I can tell, it was a there's only, huh? It was like a fortress, right? No, there's only one tower, like as far as I'm aware. Um, it, uh uh isengard you know sauron's um you're right his thing so why the hell is it called the two towers that's fucking weird maybe it's because there's a battle at hell's deep going on at the same time do you see the do you see the thing the way off in the distance yeah like it's like one one tower over here and then like one one all the way down here as well yeah but i don't think that's like i don't know i don't know um, cause I have that same game too. That's weird. I, I, uh, I don't know why in the movie, I don't ever remember seeing two. There's only one as far as I'm aware. I gotta rewatch them. You're like, man, they don't count as two towers that are too far from each other. <laughs> no, that's just a tower and a tower over there. <laughs> well, yeah, I would love to see the twin. T- I mean, the two towers, God damn it. The two towers, like, get remade for plates. PlayStation or Xbox One, whatever, because you know what? It's a freaking amazing game. That game, the last level of that game is hard. I've never beaten it. All right, that shit is hard as balls, but I was able to beat it somehow. Uh, I feel like you have to go through each level with each character and actually upgrade them, you know? Yes, you do. I think I got lucky at uh, only being the game twice. That's how hard the freaking final battle is for me. Do you unlock anything at the end or no? Huh? Do you unlock anything at the end, like any other people you can be in the levels or no? I don't think so. 
No, That's some bullshit. <laughs> I guess Lord of the Rings, uh, the Return of the King, it gives you like three or four heroes that you couldn't use before. If I remember right, it gives you um, it gives you Eowyn, you know the lady. It gives you Frodo, and it gives you Faramir. Hmm. You know, what? yeah, one one more popular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They shouldn't friggin' make a Lord of the Rings game that isn't a goddamn spin-off or a goddamn card game. Just bring Lord of the Rings Conquest, bro. Just friggin' go all out and making a full ass adventure about one of the uh, characters again, like in their I don't know weird adventures. Like shit, I I would play a damn origin story of Gimli. Like why the hell not? You know? Dude, they made a uh, the Fellowship of the Ring was really different than the Two Towers in Return of the King game. Like I, I'll let you borrow it sometime. It's really sick. I have it. It's uh, it's basically it's way more centered around the books. And you start out as Frodo, and you basically wander around the Shire doing shit. You know, oh. it's sick, bro. And then you have to like evade the ring wraiths because they're roaming around through town trying to find you. And if you use the ring, then they'll come after you. It's sick. That sounds interesting as hell. Huh. Yeah, it's really cool. A lot of it's just from like Frodo's perspective. There's like a few parts in the game where you're um, Aragorn or, or Gandalf, but, you know, mostly you're, you're Frodo. I feel that. that. That sounds pretty damn cool. God, it makes me uh, makes me wish that they really didn't screw up the last two games for Harry Potter. Have I, you seen the gameplay for both? No, yeah, I have. I don't understand why. I think we've talked about this. The, sec- the sixth one, I guess is fine because it was really like the book and the movie they were all really heavily focused on potions you know yeah so fair enough the game is just like a mini game where you just make potions that's all you do um <laughs> seven part one and two for just part yeah seven. oh that that's and called that, and that game is basically just a shooter you know it's just aim the spell over here yeah Harry Potter spell. Spell. yeah <laughs> It's so stupid, though. Like, when I saw that review, uh, both reviews, I was saying, like, I feel bad for Angry Joe because, like, he only played those two. And he, thinks, he thinks how the rest of the series is, but, like, no, he's wrong. Very wrong about that, but... The first, like, two games for sure are fucking amazing. I don't remember the third one too much. Prisoner of fourth... is amazing. I love Prisoner. Okay. It's so, so damn amazing. I fucking love it. I think, honestly... Of the Harry Potter movies, I think that one's my favorite for some reason. I don't know why. Me too. Yeah. I don't know why either. But I know, like, for some people I, I spoke to, yeah, it, it's their favorite as well. Like, I don't know what's so intriguing about it, but it's just amazing. I think because the tone shift was insane. It was like the first two were happy and go lucky, and there's, like, a villain at the end. Or, ah, you know, but the whole time it's like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I used to like the Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire used to be my favorite. Six has always been my least favorite movie because the movie wasn't faithful to the book, and it pissed me off a lot. You I know? Yeah. Um, the seventh one, I don't remember it too much like the movie. I think it was fine. Yeah. I think it was okay. I remember the end. The end was fine. It was fine, you know, but I, I don't remember it overly much other than the end. Same here, but I think that speaks a lot. Like, if we're both having the same kind of thoughts, like seven, it was seven, yeah, okay, but it it's was not fine, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Dobby dying, goddamn, that's that fucking sucks, dude. Uh, in the book, Snake that dying? killed me, huh? In the book, that killed me when Dobby died. I was so sad. 
Same here. God damn, it freaking sucks when you see most of the characters dying in. You see, uh, I mean, then there's the when Molly Weasley calls um Bellatrix a bitch. That yeah. shocked me for a couple of days. I was in like, they can write the word bitch in a book. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I swear. Yeah, I know. I like, I like, um, I don't know the name of the actress, but I really liked her delivery of the of the line, because in my head when I read the book, it was. Not my daughter, your bitch. Well, because it was all caps too, you know. But oh, yeah. um, but I like how she did it. Just all like calm and collective. Like, no, not my daughter, you bitch. You know, like I'm gonna kill you. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'll, I'll fucking do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm very calm. Don't you do it. I'm gonna do it. Fucking do it. I swear to God, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah. It's meant everyone getting that kind of delivery for every game or whatever. Very yeah. movie as well. Well, what movie could be, okay, now I know we're just getting off topic before we get to our final topic, which is oh, the review. But is there any what movie or what scene would you think would be ruined or be better just with that kind of tone? With that, um, comic collected tone, like I'm gonna do it, like. I, I I swear to God I'll do it. I, I'm calm, but um, kill you, bitch. Shit. Um, that's hard. I was gonna say Reservoir Dogs, but no. I really like I really like Reservoir Dogs the way it is. Um, 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 um. Luke. I mean, no. Luke. I am your father. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's impossible. That's impossible. Oh, no. That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> That's impossible. No. I-, I believe you. Like, no. Like, come on. Like, dead ass? You think that I'm going to believe that? No. Impossible. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Spider-Man, like, the one with Venom. Then I was like, actually, that whole, like, his his whole Venom suit, like, that's all just, that's all that is. He's. You know. He's supposed to be cringy. Like I understand that. Like his confidence is way up there, and it makes sense. People just don't understand that. Like, of course you. Of course the whole dance thing is cringy. I mean, sure it was a legendary scene, but it was supposed to be cringy. Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> sugar. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you were talking about Harry Potter, the first one. Uh-huh. You're a wizard, Harry. Like if he was just like. <laughs> I can't even see it, bro. You're a wizard, just... Harry. No, I was thinking. Oh. Oh, I was thinking that I'm a what? Yeah. I'm, I'm a, a what? what? <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. No, not my daughter. You bitch. Hedwig. <laughs> no. Like, you know, when freaking Hedwig died. Dude, that freaking scene messed me up as well. Like, seeing Hedwig actually die, I thought, like, they would at least spare her, but no. I we fucking hated reading the book, bro, because everyone was just dying left and right. It was like, Dobby, Hedwig, Fred, Tonks, Luke, what the fuck, you know? That's one thing I admire about JK. I don't like her a lot. I really don't, but, like... Sorry, yeah, she's just so weird and just... I don't, I don't like her at all. She's... But... As a writer, um, she was not afraid to kill her characters. 
And I like that. Until the fandom came out. She made, she made a lot of them. You know, she made a whole lot of them. Isn't it so weird that we know the names of some people, like, from Hogwarts, as if we went to school with them, like Hannah Abbott? Hannah Abbott, Mary Neville, did you know that? That's crazy. And it's like they're our friends, and we're just gossiping about, did you hear Hannah Abbott, Mary Neville, Longbottom? You know, like, uh-huh. Hey, that's the beauty of the Harry Potter books. Like, you grew up with them, you feel like, you know, they were, it was like going to Hogwarts with them, even though you weren't learning magic or shit. You were learning stuff, but not yeah. stuff that was good for the real world. It's still stuff. <laughs> Dude. Susan Collins messed me up as a kid when I read the, uh, what was it called? Gregor? Yeah. Gregor? Yeah. Gregor, the Underland Chronicles. Mm-hmm. That book series will stick with me forever because, oh my god, there was like so many, so much death in the last book where the majority of my characters, some of like my favorite characters were like dead. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know what? This is pain as a te- as I'm not even a teenager yet. I felt I felt pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like goddamn, like, and I told my girl like about the books, and she was thinking like, what from her? Because she likes Twilight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I will say though, like, if they didn't do that stupid fake out ending for Twilight, it could have been better. Yes, I watched the movies because you know that's the, fucking... that's the boyfriend that's the boyfriend requirement. I fucking hate, I hate, I don't even know. I kind of want to go off on everyone who, because I, I didn't want to watch Twilight, but they made me in sixth grade. Like, who's there? Everyone? <laughs> everyone is in my whole class. Like, my teacher said, we're going to watch Twilight. And I was like, I was pissed, because what can you do? I was a good student at the time. I couldn't leave class. You know, I didn't have the kahunas. <laughs> I was mad, bro. I was mad. And it wasn't just like, oh, we're going to watch. Because at that time, all the movies had come out. So we watched like, I don't even. Because you ever think of that? They made the movies quick. They pumped them out. Do you remember? They made yeah, those they movies. Come out like they made them years. fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Um, I remember. I had to watch. I had to watch them all. I was pissed. I was pissed, bro. I didn't want to watch one of them. I had to watch all of them. And I had these two kids that pissed me off because they were trying to say that they were vampires. They were trying to be all fucking... And I oh, I was so... He- I was fucking mad, bro. I fucking hated those kids. I was like, you're a fucking vampire. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, why the fuck aren't you twinkling in the fucking sun then if that's what, what the fuck y'all do now? Because you know how Twilight was like, Oh, Edward sparkles in, in the sun instead of, um, you know, instead of dying. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, that, that's something that always was weird to me. I was like, why sparkle? Like, they, did that, for, they did that for the ladies. Let's be real. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And, oh, God. I don't know. I, at times, I was annoyed by the characters. I was thinking, like, this is an unhealthy relationship in the first place. And, like, there was, like, some moments where I was thinking, like, yeah, you know who the audience is. Like, it's like freaking obvious. Like, especially when like um, uh, uh, just say werewolf guy. Like, he was like, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob was like, uh, freaking working on the motorcycle thing by himself. And then like all of a sudden, like hurt my girl. Like she was like saying like, yeah, he does that. I was thinking like, 
I looked at her. And I was thinking, like, I think I already know, like, what that what's appealing to her right now. I was thinking, yeah. like, it's, it's like the most obvious shit, like any teenage girl would like, except well, she's full on adult. I feel like one thing that people really fucking miss when they think about Twilight is the fact that Edward is technically like a fucking huge pedophile. Right. He's, He's mentally, like, however fucking old he is. I don't remember, but I know he's old. He's not 17. He's been, like, stuck 17 for a right. long-ass time. So he meets this actually 17-year-old bitch and falls in love with her. But it's like, dude, like, you're telling me. I, I get that, like, you're going to stop developing. Like, you're going to stop aging as a vampire. I get that. But, like, you're telling me your brain stops, too? Like, you're telling me that you're not a fucking 80 year old at least if not like a hundred or more years old fucking like you're not sitting there thinking like god i can't connect with this female i don't know that's just predatory i i think he would have like that's that's fucking strange you know no you're and right people, people gloss over that but i don't know man i i don't know i completely agree with that man yeah it's such a weird thing because you're right he is old as hell and I want to get, I mean, sure, like, vampire years and shit, but at that point, if you're, like, way past the age of 50, then you are officially just old as hell. Like, at some point, you should have some more maturity to know, like, what you're doing. The only person that could get away with that shit is Hugh Hefner, but he's dead now, you know? But he could. Everyone else, nah. Everyone else is fucking weird. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's just no. I do know. It's so stupid how everyone like looks over that kind of thing. I mean, some people will make jokes about it these days, but still, a majority of them like whew, flew over their head. It did mine for a long time, to be honest. I never really thought about it when I was first watching it, but I was the dumbest kid ever. I don't know how I got relatively smart, but I was so stupid back in the day. Well. Our brains do stop developing at age 25, so, yeah, you learn more and more, and you become more aware of stuff. Dude, but it's not like that. Like, I was just stupid. I don't know. I really think that I was just, like, a simpleton. Because you know how, I don't mean to be that guy, but you know how there's definitely those people who you look at them and you you interact with them, and you're like, ah, shit, like, they're not, you know, they're not, like, normal people. They're kind of stupid. Like, they're pretty... And not just stupid in the way that everyone's stupid, because, you know, you can be like, oh, that, that guy's, like, stupid, because he acts stupid or he thinks stupidly or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's some people you actually interact with, and you're like, nah, he's, like, 25, but he's behind. You know, like, he's, <laughs> he's like, 16. Like, he doesn't know, he doesn't know math, like, you know, that kind of shit. Like, I don't know. It's just, um, that was me. I feel like, and then out of nowhere, I had a really inspirational teacher who made me smart, smarter. I can't say I'm a genius or anything, but I don't know. Yeah, I didn't think about it then. I only recently thought about it. I only thought about it when I was like, you know, just now, you know, to be to be honest with you. I had never thought about him being a pedophile until you started talking about it. And I was like, hold up. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And... I just remember that one state, uh, one quote, like, I may be stupid. But I'm also dumb. No. <laughs> no it, it was like. Oh, that's from SpongeBob. It may be stupid, no, but, but it's also dumb. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, I just, no, that's the thing. It was just saying, like, I may be stupid. And then it just stops right there. Like, like I was saying, like, oh. I, may be, 
I'm something like I'm like oh I, I'm smart about this or something like that. But you're like no, yeah, just, go on. No, that's it. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> If, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely not smart, that's for sure. But sometimes there are times I can be clever and such. Sometimes I'm there. But yeah, I, I feel that for like some people where they're just thinking like, dude, you have uh, like, this goes for guys or girls, of course. But like some people would just have the mindset of a high schooler at times. So, like, oh, we're, but things are supposed to work this way. But like, you're an adult. Like, you gotta like lose some things. Like, or you gotta like know that there's gonna be some adult moments where you just realize that hey these decisions are got gotta make these kind of decisions more and more like you can't just keep on thinking that you gotta hold on to everything forever because yeah. unfortunately that's a side effect of growing up that there are some things that you have to let go of you get people resentful huh i said and you get resentful some people get resentful yeah like, i know that like they, I don't know, like, is either uh, resentful of the things that they still hold on to or latch on to, like, since it's supposed to be a more negative thing. Yeah. Or the second thing, they, um, uh, what's it called? Grow resentful? Or they get, they rely on a damn thing or a person too much. Because I know that people will still like to hold on to people even when there there's, like, signs of, like, unhealthiness or, like, signs where, like, okay, you kind of, like, had to know when to, that there's some things that you can't always be around for forever. Mm. Wow, that's just my opinion. My, I don't know, unpopular, popular opinion, who knows. Whichever. Whichever. And for, I think we're good to go into the little review part now. Yeah. And for anyone that has actually been waiting for this review for a while, it shall begin. Or it shall begin. Sorry, I'm not smart. Stupid. I'm not smart. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's <that> better. <laughs> now, for Rise Eterna, it is a game that has recently came out. It's on the Switch, so for everyone else, I'm sorry. And I mean that genuinely, because this game is... I find it pretty fun. It, it has a little quirks. And despite saying like, it does quirks, I just go deep into what it's about so you are it uh rise eterna is a stra uh, tactical strategy game where you can control characters of course like move them around on the map take out your enemies and try to not you can't level them up but you can give them skill points where you could get um you put enough points into their skill trees yeah their skill trees you could unlock certain sometimes abilities or improve some certain uh, skills of attributes of theirs. And then there's the fact that you uh, once you complete enough, um, put, skill, put enough skill points into several things, you can unlock more abilities to, you know, pretty much unlock your, uh, improve your character. So there is this weird moment in the game, uh, in the beginning of the tutorial game. Wow, that was weird. But in, one, in the tutorial, they had this weird moment where they said, like, be careful where you put the points. It will greatly affect the game. And I was just thinking, it's not like you're going to be... It's not like you're going to be dealing with, like, severe consequences of the character. I mean, you're just going to miss out on some other things. But if you just play the, every single map, like, at least twice, you're bound to have, like, a lot of points at the end of the game. Which I'm sure of. I haven't been in the game yet, but I I played it enough for, like, several days to, like, know... 
what how I feel about it, and also I feel fine with it. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like oversell it like by saying that hey this is the game that will like change your life or this is like a very hidden gem or this game if you but if you need like a little fire emblem or land greaser fix something or just any kind of like tactical game kind of fix then this game will be fun to play the combat is it's it's a bit different for one thing uh, at least in the beginning of the game you can like attack enemies like at least once or four times if you're playing as the main girl well the main co-girl because it's like the two protagonists that you start off with Lua I believe it's Lua if I remember correctly that's a weird bunch of weird names but Lua she she's more like a bit of a assassin kind of character or at least she just uses daggers so she attacks about four times but like they're sort of weak so don't expect like you know instant kills with her the other guy I mean and the other main prota- uh, co-protagonist is Nathiel Nathiel how do you pronounce it I'm sorry Nathiel is more like a swordsman and obviously he's like for me he, he's like the guy to use because nearly every hit he uses like is, a, is like a one hit kill almost if you give him enough badges <laughs> And that's on the well, not badges, but I'll get into that for in a minute. But he's he seems like a really fun kind of guy. But interesting is, and I cannot get too deep into it. But they're both really not getting along with each other, especially when one person is in a certain situation because of the other. So I'll just leave that as it is. And other other than skill other than the skill trees for the characters. There is the gems, which are the gems are pretty much like little medals that you could put on your character. How does it work out? I don't know because I don't see any weird uh, amulet on any of them. But they do get like certain perks, like oh, plus attack, plus speed. Oh uh, no, plus agility, plus HP, plus defense. But then they, depending on the the gem or metal, it will also take uh, give like a little debuff, like t- take away defense, take away HP, so and so, unless you get like one of the really good flawless um, gems and such, where they will give full on buff, like seven attack, seven defense, and I'm not worried about any um, debuffs. And now to now for like some positives I have with the oh wait. What kind of thing? What did I miss out on explaining for, uh, in this review at the moment? Like, do you feel I missed out on anything, Nathan? Not really. Um, what do you call it? As far as I'm aware, no. We'll have to okay. keep going. All right, for sure. Now, for now, I want to get into the positives of the game. New units will have the same amount of skill points to use that already rec- that already recruited units. Have acquired so far in the game so what i'm saying is imagine that you have three units they've so far they gained five skill points and they are used them up now you if you were to recruit a new unit and a different uh battle or a new chapter or whatever do not worry about like you know having them catch up with the other units like oh now you gotta make them kill more people just like catch up with the others with their skill points it doesn't work like that. 
um, you just they they're already get they're automatically given those five points. So honestly, it's just perfect that you don't have to worry about that kind of thing. That everyone's gonna be at the same uh, end quotes level. I mean, really, it's just the same amount of skill points. And that's the thing that matters is that I mean, one thing I want to point out is that there is no like gaining experience points. It's more about just completing battles and getting at least one skill point after each battle. That's pretty much how like how things work. One uh, another thing that I want to say is the switch option um, during combat is pretty good to use. Well, not during combat, but on the map itself. No, and sorry, people. I'm being asked a question outside that door. But one thing I want to point out that is good for the map, for your units to use, is the switch option, where you can have one character right next to the other, and there's like an option to say switch, where you could switch, where you can have this character switch places. Why that would be useful is, let's say, you have one character who needs to get to a certain location, but they need one more tile to like either attack someone or open up a chest. But the other person, there's one person behind them, they're like a bit of a distance away, but they're still able to move at least one tile in front of that other unit, I mean the original unit. Once they get in that front of that original unit, you get to decide decision, switch, and they'll switch places. And then that unit that you wanted to, you know, kill that person or unlock a, unlock a chest, will be able to get there in time. Which I find is pretty useful, like even or other than for like, you know, in the next combat situation, uh, you realize that a uh, uh, very defenseless unit could be attacked next. And you decide, you know what? I don't want this unit to die off. So you have that unit be switched with another unit, which is, some, which is good for like, you know, future combat that's about to happen, which is really nice. And another thing that I want to get into is saying that <laughs> all the characters seem to hate each other and everyone cusses a lot, which isn't something you usually see in most games, especially for like medieval looking kind of strategy games like Fire Emblem and such. Cause, I mean, sure, you have the, the usual cuss like saying ass or I don't know, bastard at least once or twice in the game and that's it. But no, in this game, like, Air 1 is just cussing up a storm. Like, it's just, like, you hear, like, someone saying, like, what crawled up your ass today? Or, like, listen, I'm on to you, bitch. <laughs> Stuff like that. I just think, like, whoa, I forget. Teen, uh, rated teen games could actually, uh, they're allowed to cuss like that. Especially for a Switch game. Like, unless you're rated M, you're not going to hear much cussing in a rated T game. Well, if you want to have that kind of fun, yeah, just go for it. <laughs> like, just for that alone. Another thing that I do want to mention as well, I'm saying a bit too much. Another positive I know this is just that, honestly, I just like the look of it. It's not too bad, but if you were just casually play the game, if you're just focus on it, you may get surprise attacked by some units that you didn't realize were there, like they were hiding among the bushes or hiding among trees. Whether it's intentional or not, I don't know. I'm 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 just 
I'm just trying to be positive and saying like it's intentional. Like they're just wanting you to focus. So kind of you just makes you like keep you on your toes, at least for some certain maps. And I don't think there's anything else I should add in other than yeah. Honestly, the game is just to, is just there to have fun. Just don't take it too serious for the story. The story is kind of like you just have need, need to solve a mystery, but you gotta go on the fetch quest for like everywhere, and that's normal stuff in Fallout. So I, I'm perfectly at home with it. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to ask Nathan? Maybe like some somebody that the audience may ask, or not. Um. So you were saying like it has tiles, so it's kind of like a turn-based sort of thing. Yes, it is. It is a turn-based game. Like for the there's the player phase where you know you move your units around, and then the enemy units get to move around a bit. So that's how the combat works. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's like that's how the majority of the, uh, combat works. I will say sometimes the AI is smart, and sometimes the AI will be a bastard because there's some units that will come to you. But then you got to realize, like, okay, like, which of my units do I want to risk moving to these units? Because they're not going to move at any time soon. So there's just, like, that, that kind of bit of thinking going on. Right. Oh, and I'm glad you asked this. A uh, little tip. And uh, they've added this tip inside the game already. But uh, be sure to find a group. Or if you can, find a group. Or just have two people, two characters fight next to each other. Because... You are having, I mean, because it gives like this little support in quotes. Do not think of like Fire Emblem support and such like that. It doesn't work like that. You know, oh, that's a good bonus. You do not have to stress about support uh, ranks for anybody. Just you just have them fight. Let the story be is be the story. And what I mean by you know support combat buffs and such. If you were to have someone uh, fight another person by themselves, you're pretty much going to get like the basic good stuff of just like drawing out some damage. Or if the, other uh, the enemy it has too much agility, you're just probably going to miss. However, if you have one ally next to them, you start to like ra- either raise their attack, raise their accuracy, and raise the chance of a double attack um attacking twice unless you unless you have a character that are has a skill or ability that raises that chance of attacking twice it's not gonna happen much or like at all however you if you have a situation where you have three allies next to the main unit you're controlling you're just raising that a level higher like very high like their defense is higher their attack is higher, their accuracy is higher, and their chances of uh, doubling someone is way higher. So, yeah, just 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 throwing that a uh, little uh, tidbit of info right there. That it is fun to use. It's it's not too over the top like if you like requirements. It's just there, and I feel like that's something good to have, especially to just mention as a in gameplay form. Anything else to ask? Mm, no, I was gonna ask like, yeah, was it like, like XCOM or something like in that same sense that's turn-based and stuff? But you've answered that. 
for me with your little explanation and whatnot. So it's all good. Okay, for sure. I'm glad I could. Uh, well, I just want to say this. You cannot create your own avatar. I was hoping that I could, but I was thinking, you know what, maybe that's just too much to ask for for, like, some games. Because, I mean, unless you're playing Metopia, then you're shallow. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I cannot wait to play Metopia. Like, if you guys haven't played the demo yet, please play the demo. It's a lot of fun. Like, the character creation on there is insane. But, yeah, moving now moving on to the negatives of the game. And I do mean this with a good heart that I just hope to say with the game... I just want to see the game succeed more and more. Or definitely get more coverage where the developers and creators or such um, feel inspired to make a sequel to the game and add improvements. Like, just... Uh, well, make improvements to the stuff. At least what I'm going to list down right now. Music. <sighs> Please add some more variety to the music. Because I believe I only listened to four songs or four background music or such like that. Or whatever the hell they're called for the soundtrack. And it's either normal conversation, like it's a normal cutscene or talking, they're just talking to each other. Two, combat. Third, uh, yeah, this is bad already. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to remember there is actually more than two. Or third, there's like the little inspirational music when you're like nearing the end of killing off everybody, or yeah, when you're near the end of killing off everybody. Four, I have no idea. It's that, that that's pretty much it. Now the next, now the next little, um, I guess the little downfall or no, another negative that I would find is just that. I don't know. I feel that. I mean, I find I love the I love the sprites for the characters. So I feel like the map could have been done a bit more clean. Like sometimes it looks like a bit of a mess, but I understand that they're just like using some some uh, basic looking uh, layouts for some maps, just so like they look easier to uh, know. And whenever you're like not scoping out the enemies, but when you're going on your uh, playing the cursor. Over the enemy, so that way you could um, see their movement and such. You you could like, oh, it's right next to uh, their last movement or wherever they're uh, they're capable of hitting. It's next to a tree, so you remember that tree and like it's the only tree there. So, like so, it's easy to remember like where to place your units where they don't get hit, but it's closer to the enemy. Stuff like that, but yeah, I feel like uh, the layouts could have been, I mean, or at least the, the textures of everything could like. Uh, give them some more care and love, but hey, it's a game that's like start. Um, it's a game they're trying out, like of of that genre. I believe they're just trying it out for the first time. But if not, then yeah, I just want just like just a better design looking for next time. Better looking design. Okay. Another negative that I am thinking of. More like I get this more like a want. And I want to see more. Oh, what's it called? More customization would be nice, but I, don't worry about you know changing your character's look and such. More about changing. Well, more like seeing if you could like give the characters more jobs slash uh, classes because I feel like it would add more variety to the game. It's 
it's more fun that way just to, you know, just have some characters. Especially when you have 14 recruitable characters, and most of them are unlocked by story mode, but I heard that outside of story mode, there's more characters to unlock. Which I... Actually, that's a very pretty big plus that you can do your own thing where you can unlock more characters. I find that pretty cool. But the major, uh, the maximum characters I believe you could put out on the map is five or six. And with those, uh, with that kind of amounts, I feel like maybe there should be a job system just so like if you have your favorite characters and you just want to use them strictly, then maybe have at least some of them have some options like, oh. This character's like main job is swordsman, but the other one's lancer. And like, oh, this person's axe person, but they all could also be a uh, an archer, like stuff like that. Like at least maj- at maximum two jobs or three. I don't know if you want to be like very uh, what's it called very generous. Down another downside. Yeah, the story is like I said. It, it's um, from what I've been playing. It's horrific, but, but just for, like, a darker reason. But if you mean, like, for something to, like, really make you think about ide- um, ideologies or philosophy or just thinking about stuff, do not expect that that much. It, like I said, it's more like a fetch quest kind of thing where you're really trying to look for something. I can't say much about it, but you're really trying to look for stuff to, like, find something else. So there's that. Again, not really strong. Um, but other than that, um, for a twenty dollars game, ten dollars right now. If you like, listen to this and the deal is still going on, then go for it. It's not a bad game, honestly. For me, I feel like this game has potential. This series has potential, and I would love to see it grow, like into uh, a series where they could add more and more mechanics to this kind of game, especially when. We already have a lot of sixty dollars games. All right, Alan. It makes sense though. It's a great game. I love the game. <laughs> uh, I forgot this one positive. The animations are quick as hell. I do not expect like at least near ten seconds or eight seconds of watching the two the characters fight. Like they'll just go like right back right back to their spot. Well, no, they don't run back to the spot. They just attack, and then that's it. The animation's done with. So I find that, like, oh, very quick. Like, if you're, like, a speedrunner, then, hey, that's perfect for you. Or if you're, like, very speedy, you can turn off all combat animations and speed up all the moving animations. Like, if you, if you want to, you could finish this game really quick if you're, like, really dedicated to it. For me, I'm just playing it normally, and... I already put some some amount of hours into it. I feel like it's a pretty good amount. I wouldn't say like I I don't feel that I'm gonna put like 250 hours into it, but if I do, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm fine with that. And the game is not overly hard, but you just gotta think some things out, and you should be fine. I think that's a, also a good positive right there. Like it's not ridiculous, and it's not it's not gonna be punishing you like Dark Souls style. Mm-hmm. Unless you want that mode, and then I haven't, searched, I haven't searched for that setting. Oh, yeah, there is a setting for that. So, hey, you want that setting? Go for it, and good luck. But other than that, Rise of Turna, I feel, is a, is a strategy game that should be given a chance. 
Especially with a deal that's going on. I mean, shit, $10? That's great. And do not... Do not um, think that it's something that's really going to, you know, change the game, like, of the gaming field. But it should just be a game where you're just having fun with it. And just honestly having fun overall. Is there anything you like to, like, want to know about the game, Nathan? Um... I don't know. I don't think it'll matter, to be honest. I don't have a Switch, but I mean... No, well, like I said, I feel like it was a pretty thorough cover. You know, the main thing I was interested in would be, like, the story and stuff, but you talked about that already. Yeah. Um, also, I did the... the uh, if it wasn't for the main... I mean, if it wasn't for the characters, like, just interacting with each other, mm-hmm. yeah, I just feel like there's really nothing to, like, really focus on the cuts. Well... Cut scenes. There's no cut scenes. It's just mainly them just talking to each other, right? Like shit. How often you hear characters like just talking shit to each other most of the time? Mm. Oh, a lot of games these days. It seems like it's a, it seems like a trend. But I will say that the story. Maybe they. I mean, if they do make a sequel, maybe I like I like to see more of a story, like other than just like trying to find stuff. Again, I haven't been in the game, so I can't really you know give that complete conclusion yeah. Maybe i'll give an update in a future episode if once i beat the game no when i beat the game you're like this is shit actually ignore everything i said <laughs> <laughs> imagine what a complete change up <laughs> no it I'm, I'm i'm having fun with it i'm just like fuck yeah like kicking ass like i'm just like it's just nice to like figure out how some of the characters work Fun stuff like that. Like, that's always good to have. No, there's this one girl unit that she's just shit at attacking. Like, her attack is just terrible. I was thinking, like, um, are you sure? Like, why is she talking shit to the assassin girl? Like, she can barely fight. And I just realized that her main sell is, her main selling point is defense. I'm just thinking, like, oh, she took damage. That oh, that said, like <laughs> her main self point doesn't mean anything if it's she can still get hurt. Uh, other than that, uh, great. Uh, I feel it was a great, fun game to play, like on the side. Well, my favorite, I already have like a favorite character, like I mean, two favorite characters, Nath, uh, Nath and I don't want to say softy because I feel like that's that sounds like mean. But it's it's like S O T H Y, so Safi, Safi, Saf. I don't know. I don't know what other word. I mean, what other way to name him? But he's a pretty great archer. Um, anything you want to talk about before the end of this episode, Nathan? Or are you good? Like with all the, everything with the review and such? No, I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'm pretty tired. So you know, I've been tired, but yeah. Got it, man. And with that being said, is there anything you'd like to plug in or still not yet? No. I just love all of you guys for listening. Thank you very much. Yes. I We appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope to have everyone here next time for a King Kong and Godzilla talk, uh, movie talk. That would be great. And again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for just giving uh, giving us the time of your day to just like listen to us talk about random stuff. I know, like for the past three episodes last week, 
we're very different from one another. And honestly, I loved it. I love doing extra uh, different stuff, but it was good to like come back to gaming for a bit uh, again, like have that as a focus. And yeah, your first time listener, I hope you enjoy the episode. I hope you enjoy future episodes. Please come back. And for the continuing listeners, thank you so much for your ongoing support. Thank God you still listen. <laughs> and yeah, appreciate it. Leave, um, you guys want to support the show? Uh, yeah, support the show, support the podcast. Leave a review if you like. Give a five star, please. <laughs> or just look at whatever we have. Like look at our Discord. Look at anything we have in the description. To just listen and support. Honestly, thank you so much. Leave a suggestion of what you'd like to hear about next on a future episode. Uh, anything else in that is to say goodbye, good night, or good morning, which whatever time you're listening to. And we will, well, talk to you all next time in the next episode. Peace, everybody. You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. <laughs> 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 Say hello to Siri, everybody. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Bye, everybody. <laughs>